Let the word go forth. Fool me once. Are you fired up? I'm not a crook. Are you ready to go? Shame on, shame on you. It's Abe Lincoln's Top Hat, hosted by Ben Kissel. Boom, we can't get fooled again. Uh, um, are we all, are you all set up, Marcus? I'm good. All right, welcome to the show, everyone. That's Marcus Parks. I'm Ben Kissel. Kat, Tim, if you're back with us. Thank you so much. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. I'll tell you, people loved the last episode that you were on. They couldn't get enough of you. There was a gal. She sends me tasteful nudes. And she's a beautiful woman. And I love her very much. And she said that you were her spirit animal. I like that. Yeah. Yeah, I like that a lot. Wonderful gal. And then Travis Irvine is here as well. I am nobody's spirit animal. (laughs) Yes, you are, Travis. Oh, yeah? Yeah, absolutely. You're the spirit animal of someone like... um, if Newt Gingrich's fart had a kid, you know, that you. kid would call you his spirit animal because you're robust and you're yeah. a character and you're always out there causing mayhem. It's a good kid. It's a great kid. <laughs> he's a good fart kid. He's a good fart kid. Newt Gingrich's fart child. <laughs> of course, he's a wonderful guy. You did this thing with James O'Keefe. James O'Keefe, uh, for those that don't know, he was the leader of the Acorn Scandal 2009. He was a filly. He walked into these places in California, the Acorn offices, and basically he pretended to be a pimp, and he was with a gal that pretended to be a prostitute. And uh, we know for a fact they were not dating because he's never had sex. That's right. That's true. <laughs> you were a part of this whole scandal. Not that, not that one. Not the Acorn thing. No. No, what happened was uh, uh, I, I graduated from Columbia Journalism School 2012, and uh, they had this thing. James O'Keefe tried to sneak in. To the school while I was a student there, okay, and so the school started freaking out. Um, like they caught, like they caught him on tape trying to sneak in. What was he trying to do? Yeah, what was he trying to sneak into? He was trying to get even. There's some Columbia journalism professor who wrote him an angry email, like late at night, like clearly drunk and just like you yeah, know, like trash, like fuck you, you're not journalism, you're not anything. And so James O'Keefe was like, well, I'm gonna go punk. Columbia Journalism School. Would you say James O'Keefe is the Ashton Kutcher of journalist? Yeah, ah, woo. <laughs> yeah, that's generous. I don't know. <laughs> He's more of an O.J. Simpson from Juice, <laughs> yeah. which is the never released reality comedy show that yeah. O.J. Simpson created. No, it was released. You can was buy it, it online for the low, low price of nineteen ninety-five. Oh my goodness! If you don't know what we're talking about, Google O.J. Simpson Juiced right now and watch the promo video. It's phenomenal stuff. Yeah. After he was acquitted of murder, he did a hidden camera prank show, <laughs> and it was oh true. And it God. was it was very funny stuff. Yeah. You know, um, usually when you do a hidden camera show, people look up and they say, "I've been pranked," and this is so hilarious. Yeah. But then they looked up. And they said, I've been pranked. That's O.J. Simpson. I'm about to die. No, 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 no. That was That's it. That's an was that interesting his... next move. That's, yeah. 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 You Did, kill your wife and uh, and the and waiter that she, and then get show. away with it. And then uh, yeah. surprise people with knives. Hey, right. Second chance at life. I'm going to start get that reality you. show I always wanted. <laughs> Oh, definitely. Oh, Tiff, you'll be great on a reality show. Yeah. You're made for it. I know, right? I definitely. Kinda think, I kind of think the same thing. Yeah. I'm just, I'm fascinating. You are fascinated. <laughs> Beautiful and fascinating. Those are a very rare uh, combination. Um, so, Travis, what do you think about that James O'Keefe guy? What do you think about this sort of sabotage journalism? Is it is it good or is it bad or is it uh, is it on par with uh, with true journalism? Does this professor have a point when he emails uh, Mr. O'Keefe late at night, uh, I mean, dissing I, on him? I like it. I dig it. I, I think everybody should do it. I really yeah. do. I think everybody. I just think you should be doing it more on things that uh, that need to be exposed. You know, as opposed mean? to uh, getting revenge on a professor who wrote wrote you a snarky exactly. email. Exactly. Yeah. Things like let's catch some congressmen doing some things on hidden cameras. I mean, know? no let's, one wants uh, to see him getting blown though. It's just I watched that Paris Hilton sex tape. Can you imagine how gross it would be if Tom Delay was the one eating her out? Oof. 
There's a market for that. Yeah, there is. A you think so, a congressman like yeah. a Tom Delay sex tape market? There's a market for everything. Tim, yeah. you're into Ron Paul, so perhaps he if Rand Paul had a man shit. alive, right? Who would be the who would be the uh, who would be the politician that you most want to see have a sex tape released? Ron Paul. Ron, but let's say well, Ron's dead. He was in the. Uh, he almost got punked by uh, what's his Sasha Baron Cohen in. Uh, Come Ali, on, Ali was G? that was the gay one, Bruno? Oh, Bruno. Bruno. Okay. And Ron Paul, like he ran out of there. He was like, "That guy's a queer." It's great. I do not recall. <laughs> okay. I like it though. Yeah. So you would just want to see Ron Paul in a sex tape? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, do you think it's hurting the discourse though? Because obviously everyone's like super uh, upset with each other constantly on a regular basis. Politicians are more uh, closed off than ever because when they do try to uh, you know show some of the personality, they look like Mitt Romney singing "Who Let uh, Who Let the Dogs Out" in front of the black kids, and they just get scrutinized for that. Do you yeah. think ambush journalism is sort of like uh, you know shelled up politicians to a point where it uh, that's why they can't relate to anybody because when they try, they just look absolutely ridiculous. Oof. Uh, I mean, uh, Anthony Weiner is a great example. I mean, a multiple. But he ambushed himself. I, I mean, don't understand selfing. why anyone's mad about Anthony Weiner. What do you think about the scam? I mean, the guy worked very hard can, for his body. He can sex whoever yeah. he wants. Who and cares? you think that's okay? But it was the yeah. lie. It was well, the cover okay. It was everyone. That's who he sexed. That was a. That's <laughs> fine. Yeah. That's fine. He Everybody. should enjoy himself. Yeah. He should enjoy himself. Yeah. You know, I mean, sexting, whatever. Like, come on. He's sexting? He's bored, maybe, you know? Oh, maybe very bored, yeah. He just wants bored. to do Definitely some bored. sexting. He's got people who want to sext him. There's a there's a need. There's a demand for his sext messages. All he was doing was supplying that demand, and everyone should chill but, out. But then there was other things when he was running for mayor. There was the tape of him in the uh, Caribbean Day Parade, where he's like, is anyone here from Jamaica? Did you guys see that tape? I did not that see that. That was on The Daily Show. And then, of course, the big one was where he was arguing with some Orthodox Jewish guy. This this is the one I saw. Although the Orthodox Jewish fellow deserved to be yelled at because he was he, making fun of his, his wife his because she's a Muslim. Yes. yes. Mm, I, I agree. I mean, Anthony worked very hard for his body. And when you work that hard and you train for it, what's the use? If you don't expose, it's like cooking a good lasagna and not having anyone over for dinner. You know, if you work that hard for your body, you should be able to show Send it to the world. Send your lasagna to whoever you want. Exactly. <laughs> I agree. Uh, but you guys have both done sort of ambush things, and I did an ambush thing in New Jersey where I overturned that law, of course, the cross-dressing thing. Great stuff. Um, and uh, at, at any point, do you feel like you're going too far, or do you want to push them too far uh, in order to get the reaction you want? Mm, I, I love ambush journalism, yeah. unless like something were to happen to me. Right, and then I'd it's be not like, so "This good. is not fair! What yeah. are you assholes? How could you do this? How could you do this to me? Who like, would do this?" Yeah, but other than that, I, I'm totally support it. I mean, that's the thing. That's the difference. Like, you had a camera fully vis- visible when you yeah. did your fantasy. Your camera was fully visible, yes. right? My camera for Occupy is fully visible. That guy stole my press pass. And what was this Occupy thing you did? That was 2011 during the Occupy Wall Street, and I just went and asked people questions. And at the very end, literally the last guy I talked to, he was some dickhead government official and he, he just took my press pass and then I was like hey that cost me 10 bucks yeah and did he get it back or did oh, he no. give you 10 bucks he never got, got that laminated myself <laughs> yeah oh yeah Columbia's he took my laminate <laughs> yeah 
<laughs> Excuse me. Well, I'm sorry. You're going to have to report that to the nerd police. Yeah. Uh, we're the real police and, here. And he threatened to get me kicked out of Columbia, too. Because that was really? when I was up there. Yeah. Oh, I was terrified for like a week until the video was hilarious. Is that then. is that where you sort of uh, fell in love with um, uh, ambush journalism was during the Occupy Wall Street movement? Uh, no. I mean, well, because there, there are two types. The James O'Keefe stuff is more mm-hmm. ambushy because it's like the person, the people I would be interacting with when I was doing that job, I'd have a hidden camera for a button. Right, and, and they wouldn't know that they're on camera. I like. I prefer the hey, I've clearly got a camera. What do you What do you want to do about it? And I fell in love with that in college when I did a, a video at Halloween mm-hmm. for the 2004 presidential election. I just literally asked all these drunk college kids in costumes. I would assume you, they did not go- like W. Bush. Uh, they, that was the surprise. They love W. Bush. Really? That was the surprising outcome. It was like Ohio. And I didn't even realize it. I, I didn't edit it till 2008 and put it on the internet. And I was like, wait a minute. Is Oh, they were all Republicans. Like all of them. They <laughs> were just a whole bunch of drunk Republicans in costumes. Well, no, I mean, Tim, if you work for the campus reformer, the whole theory of campusreform.com is that there's no Republicans in college. I was trying to think. <laughs> that's. Mm-hmm. I was trying to think. I did do ambush uh, journalism one time with that butt plug thing. A butt plug a thing. A butt plug thing, yeah. Well, so you were, put a camera on a butt plug well, and then it was tough to get the footage. Kind yeah. of. Uh, Why uni- is that woman walking on her hands? Classic. University, <laughs> yeah. University of Maryland, which is a public university, so it's taxpayer money, right. did like a sex week event where they had like a workshop about sex toys. So I just went in there and sat in there with the camera and watched as this like woman like was like, and this, this. How obese was she? Was of she Of course fat? she was fat as shit, yeah. you know? And uh, like this wooden one, you can put it on your table, and your parents will never know that it was in people's butts. And a like, wooden butt dildo. A, a wooden butt, because it was like she was very, very, very big on eco-friendly sex toys. Oh no, no! Because if you're gonna put something in your butt, you need to make sure you're not hurting the environment. That's no. Okay, first of all, if you you're gonna get splinters in your ass, number one, <laughs> and number two, no tree grew to the size that it could possibly grow. It loves the sun, and it can't wait to live a beautiful life, providing us oxygen. Next thing you know, this eco-friendly mad woman chops it down and puts it in her anus. I mean, this is upsetting stuff for the tree. Let's (laughs) think about nature here. Well, it was like health and safety. Like, if you use a butt plug and then uh, put it in someone's butt, if you're going to put it in someone else's butt, you should clean it before that. Yes, that's true. Yes. Uh, I agree with that. I agree yeah, with that. obviously. Unless it's going to cause an edit point in the porno, in which case, you know, take it for the team. <laughs> yeah, but that's fine. So this is what this is was one situation. Did you film this? I filmed it. Yeah, and, and you know, so it's like taxpayer money, and there's these kids in there. So of course, everyone was all pissed off about it. Yeah, she was really gross. She was like talking about, yeah, I have to use these certain lubes, or my partner will get a yeast infection. Like, ew. Yeah, yeah. Ah, she can't use the Wonder Bread she was using ah, before. Nobody wants to. Ah, I, I did a similar thing for O'Keefe. I went and secretly recorded an, a, one of those things at NYU, too. Uh, but, yeah. but it never saw light of day just because nobody gave a shit. But these aren't the worst things happening on college campuses, sex dildo classes. I mean, these are, these are yeah, fairly par for it. the course. Yeah. yeah, sure. Teach them how to use a condom and a butt plug. I'm just not sure you what know? the demand is on college campuses. Like, there's, right. yo, the internet. If you have any butt plug questions, I'm sure you can go to the internet. Yeah, you can get them Probably answered. Google internet. butt, how, when should I clean my butt plug? <laughs> yeah. You know, if you don't have, like, the know-how to think, you know, if it's something is in someone's butt. Well, I'll know. tell you one thing. Clean your butt plug just right after you use it. Yeah. That's what I would. So it's ready to go. Treat it like contacts. So that's what just you put it do? in some saline solution. I've had a couple of butt plugs. I mean, one, and I'll tell you one thing. They dissolved. 
Yeah, they just <laughs> dissolved right in there. They just get lost. Yep, I never never found them again. Oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah. I was able to find very quickly thehealthybear.com. The, the ultimate, ultimate guide to butt plug use. <laughs> I like, see. Like that. <laughs> From thehealthybear.com. But James O'Keefe, he's out of butt plug talk. <laughs> we can talk about butt plugs forever. I mean, these are the things happening on college campuses. Uh, he's in the news now because he recently talked to Ed Begley Jr. And uh, and what was the other gal, the actress? Uh, that would be Mariel Hemingway. Mariel Hemingway. Mm. And now she hasn't been heard about in quite a while, although a very attractive gal. But these guys are obviously large environmentalists, uh, you know, sticking with the wooden butt plug idea. Yeah. And, uh, and they believe in uh, global warming. Mr. O'Keefe, Travis, perhaps you can talk about this situation doesn't think it's happening. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He he the whole job that this was and I I was a part of this job and uh I'm partially ashamed of it but I I also made a lot of money yeah. off of it and uh that's always fun. Uh <laughs> but uh yeah, basically this job was uh, James came to me and, and uh, this was the last job I was ever going to do for him and I knew that and uh this this job was he wanted to catch environmental filmmakers accepting Donations, millions of dollars of donations to make movies, and the money was supposed to be coming from Middle Eastern oil. So I played Brandon Turner. A, so they actually give you a different name, very CIA oh, this, undercover, very Valerie Plume. All that plane, Before it was never like this. You know, I, I've been doing jobs since the whole Columbia thing when he invaded Columbia, and then I got a job with him. I was like, this will be funny because I, yeah. I'll work for James O'Keefe and no, everybody not, hates him. Let's not overuse the word, in, uh, word invaded. Invaded, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, invaded makes it seem like, you know, tanks and something was actually going to get destroyed. Ambled up Broadway would probably be. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, right, right, right. Uh, so, uh, so this, I mean, this one, he wanted it to be huge, and now he's, he's put it out there, and uh, I, I, it's the same deal. I think Fox News cares. Yeah. Right. Uh, well, they're the ones that I'm looking at the uh, yeah the headline right now. Hollywood's war on U.S. energy. Yeah. James O'Keefe says he has more celebrities. Ammunition on tape. Yeah. Wait, so more on this. Exclusive. James O'Keefe exposes Hollywood environmentalists. So, so basically, I contacted these filmmakers and was like, I'm Brandon Turner. I represent a PR firm. We've won to invest in an anti-fracking movie. Would you like to have a meeting? And then once the meeting was set up, that's when I spilled the beans about, look... The money is actually coming from Middle Eastern oil. Are you cool? Oh, so you're the one who tells cool with it. I didn't do the Ed Bagley uh, celebrity meetings. I didn't yeah. do those. I set those up. I talked to the filmmaker Josh mm. Tickell, who's like a, the big target in here. Okay, and then he was, and then like my job was to be is like that Josh. The Blackfish guy? Uh, no, that was another guy. No, uh, you write for Blackfish, the CNN documentary. Blackfish, that I don't know. I don't know whose documentary it was, but I watched it like four times, and now I'm like a whale activist. Yeah, the orcas. You got to save it the orcas. It worked on me. It worked on me. The Definitely. emotional it's documentary film. filmmaking. Great yeah. film. Yeah. So you know this guy, so you're telling people it's all coming from Middle Eastern oil, and what was their reaction when you said that? They they were fine with it. So that's kind of the, the thing. They were they were like, okay, yeah, we'll cover it up, and blah, 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 blah. And, um, and so they literally said they're going to cover up the fact that this huge environmental movie is going to be funded by oil companies. Exactly. That's what right. they said. And then my job was to be like, do you have any celebrity friends that we could put in the movie so the movie's really good, and would, could we still have a meeting with those celebrity friends to make sure they're cool with it? Right. And then we brought in like a, a Muslim guy or, you know, a Muslim so you're tell- you at- you asked for celebrity friends, yeah, and they brought you Ed Bagley Jr. and <laughs> Mariel right. Hemingway. They should have just right. said no. I have yeah. no celebrity friends. Yeah. Ed Bagley Jr. He's huge. He's 
Was he in the Shaggy Dog too? <laughs> I have no idea. The second one? You know Ed Begley Jr. He's that so, guy. So this seems like it actually kind of a cool thing. It's kind of a good idea. I mean, it reminds me sort of, uh, I used to do John Fugel's thing show on current TV before Al Gore, uh, of course, the huge environmentalist sold it to the Saudis, which I assume James O'Keefe probably got this idea from. Right, right, right. Um, it seems like something that's sort of relevant and it's, it's nice to, uh, you know, sort of reveal this kind of hypocrisy. Is it solely his douchiness? that makes this not get national press? Or do you think there is some sort of liberal vendetta uh, against uh, the whole thing, the whole th- uh, the whole uh, anti-believing in global warming movement? For him, it's an establishment thing, I think. He feels yeah. the establishment is out to get him. But the fact is, he probably got the money for this job from actual oil companies and things like that. So he did take the money from the oil companies? I don't know. I, as long as I, they're I not Middle Eastern. That's yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, Only yeah. Canadian Texas, oil. From Texas yeah. and they're American. They're good. They're real good. Now, Cat yeah. actually went to a party at James O'Keefe's. Cat and, and everybody, what? Everybody hated his guts? I mean, People didn't, didn't like him at the, at the No, but somebody, uh, there was a Fox News contributor there who told him that, hey, you know, the kind of people here want to have a conversation. Can you turn the music down? And he did it. He turned the music down yeah. because people wanted to have a conversation. Yeah, he the was, whole point of music is to drown out bad conversation. Right. He was very, very nice to me. Yeah. Yeah, I like James just fine. Um, That's the other thing. I well, mean, I mean, I'm sure he wanted to bang you, and I think he... Uh, probably he wants to bang me, too. Exactly. Well, he had a very nice apartment. It was yeah. a very nice apartment. Where does he live at? Hoboken. He lives in Hoboken. Of course he does. Yeah. yeah. But it's a very nice apartment, you know, like a big bed in the middle of the whole thing with, like, the windows and the... Yeah, well, you never know when you want to take a nap. I met his father. <laughs> yeah. His dad was at the party? <laughs> yeah. Oh, nice. James O'Keefe II. So it was a good time at the uh, at the O'Keefe house. Yeah. Gavin McGinnis was there. Right. Uh, and, but this is just a guy trying to get famous off of other people's business, right? Off yeah. of other people's uh, but this shame. Is that what Public we're all Wait, are we all trying to get doing. famous? Yeah. Well, you know, I don't like to be famous. I think it's a side effect of good work. That's what I was Look, hoping. I, I think being famous is all that matters. Yeah, Tim, you're a woman. Um, if I don't get famous in a legitimate way, think about like, okay, if I, I, I don't think I could kill anybody. No. But if I could, I would be huge on the crime show circuit. And we would There's, talk about you every day. There are plenty like of shows just for females who kill people. Like Absolutely. if you're a dude, you can still do Dateline 2020. But if you're a, a female, you also get deadly women. You mm-hmm. also get snapped on the Oxygen Network. That's true. You also get women who kill. Mm-hmm. Uh, you also get wicked attraction if it can be you know related back to a super sexy sociopath dude that you fell in love with. <laughs> There's a huge market for female murderers out there. Get out of your apartment. <laughs> Leave your apartment. Yeah, yeah. Jesus uh, Christ. Go to more James O'Keefe parties. Uh, you guys invite me places. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, so, Travis, you ran for mayor. You had a uh, an opportunity to see what the other side of uh, political life is, which is being the candidate. I mean, it must be for a person who has done sort of ambush journalism, journalism in general, and you like to get dirt on people, it must have been difficult to be the candidate and having people try to uh, drudge up information about you. Oh, me? Yeah. Oh, nobody was... No, nobody, nobody cared nobody at gave all. A shit. They yeah. were like, oh, this kid's still here. Okay. All right. No, there's plenty of... All you had to Google, just YouTube me on... You know, and that's it. Yeah. That's all you just find an old comedy set from 2007, and I'm pretty sure. Yeah, you had long hair and everything. Yeah, there was actually. I remember when I first started the uh, the congressional campaign in 2010. There was a website uh, <coughs> called it was like an Ohio red state blog, and they uh, they ran a thing like libertarians should really get to know Travis Irvine. Oh, and that's they, nice. They pointed out all the times I had worked for like a Democrat or supported a Democrat. And uh, and then and then at the end they're like Irvine needs to know that uh, political opinions don't just sway with the comedy crowds. 
Wow, oh. you had a schmear campaign. Yeah, you were swift voted. And I would never forget that when I actually debated my actual congressman, he brought it up. He was like, your old boss, Chuck Schumer, Travis. Oh. So he, somebody was giving him dirt, and so it was, it was just funny that a congressman, my congressman I never met, was... Uh, was digging up shit on me and then spitting it right out in, at the debates. But this is the fun. Everybody. This is the fun thing of politics, right? Have we lost yeah, the fun of politics? Does, does no one understand how enjoyable a good, violent debate is, where there's no fists flying, but tears are about to be crying? Yeah, well, yeah. you know that's the whole point of them. Yeah, well, now we're all worried about microaggressions. What's a mic? See, this is the thing. We were talking about this uh, last week's episode, how everyone's just becoming extremely uh, pussified. Pussified, And this is why it happened with this guy who, you know, wounded 13 and what, killed seven? Yeah. This kid who, you know, no woman will have sex with me. (laughs) I mean, he's a very handsome guy. I would kill to look like this guy. Um, And everyone would have had sex with him. He just needed to to not be a sociopath. Right. They were probably like, oh, man, this kid... He, but he called himself the supreme, the gentleman. supreme gentleman. I'm the supreme gentleman. Let's yeah. fuck. Yeah, that's <laughs> probably not going to work. I mean, Kim Jong Un doesn't even call him that. Yeah, call himself that. It's madness. So, do you think that that's uh, hurting politics? Is people are just so sensitive now when they see a good debate, when they see two people going after it, they're just like, I can't. They're seeing. Deal with they're it seeing the headlines to- of them being a racist or them being a misogynist right. or them being uh, oppressing. I hate that saying. Like, if you call someone like the wrong pronoun because you can't tell they're a dude when really they're a girl that's oppressive even if they like people in other countries would blow your head off for having a mustache and a dress on like you're not being oppressed right you you can find another way to be interesting i have faith in you you know what i mean yeah i agree i agree so i feel like the overall discourse could be we can we can deal with it people people pretend like it's more violent now than ever but back in the day, folks were getting shot on a regular yeah. basis. Oh, absolutely yeah. not. This is right now. The Earth is the most peaceful that it's ever been. There are less yeah. wars. Wars. There's less crime. There's mm-hmm. less murder. We've never been more at peace as a species. But you mm-hmm. wouldn't believe it. But you would not believe it you if you followed the news it. today. Right. It's because of the World Wide Web. Mm. So yeah. we just know everything. We right. know everything that happens. Everywhere We know shit that happens in the Australian outback. Some fucking weird dude goes on a kangaroo call and kills 1,600 kangaroos. Right. We wouldn't have known about that before, but now we do. And now we can talk about mass animal die-offs when this type of shit happens all the time. So is too much information bad? Has the, I was thinking about this the other day. I mean, the irony of the internet, we have all the information that we could ever fucking want. People are meaner and ruder than ever on it. And more people are just shutting down. There's almost a, uh, a chilling effect when it comes to the internet now. Where people don't want to comment on anything because they're worried about the retribution. Yeah, yeah. I mean, how does this? I mean, what? Because this is the new face of of news and and uh, and information. Everyone has a voice. My question, Travis, should yeah. everyone have a voice? Yeah. You like it? No. I feel like <laughs> they shouldn't. Yeah. That's right. No. That's wrong. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm saying, Tim. Nah. Perfect. See, everyone just says what they think you want them to say, so that. They don't, like, tweet about you and, like, write about it. And next time someone Googles you, they're like, oh, she's a racist. But you get yeah. you get shit on all the time for being oh, a uh, Republican gal. I get shit gal. all over. I get shit all over all the time. Well, this isn't about your sexual fantasies. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, no, people, I stopped, like, eh, like, I, I, like, a lot of people say, oh, I stopped reading YouTube comments on videos of myself. I don't because I like any kind of attention, really. Yeah. <laughs> um, but... I don't know. Like people say horrible things to me that I'm, I'm like I'm stupid as shit. You know, fuck, fuck her. You know, like like I want like I want. Somebody said that they wanted to rape me. You know, they wanted to rape. They wanted to rape me until I was a Democrat, which is I think that's how people become Democrats. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
as far it's as that I guy. know. It's so, that guy. Uh, <laughs> he wanted to rape you until you were a Democrat. Democrat. Yeah, oh which is an interesting strategy. <laughs> I, I thought Carl Rove had a bed whisper campaign it's against McCain. Hello, uh, but this is a whole yeah. Rahm it's an Emanuel's interesting strategy to get me to see your point of view, sir. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna choke her until she becomes a federalist. <laughs> oh, very yeah. good. <laughs> There's a lot of horrible, crazy people. The feet thing. I, the feet What's the thing, feet thing? I, I'm, I'm like my feet. I'm on wikifeet.org. I didn't or even dot com or Google whatever. this, more if you could. Can you please register and rate my feet? Because I'm pretty sure there are only four right now. Okay, so you're on WikiFeet. And yeah. how do people know what your feet look like well, uh, to begin because with? Because well, my, my, Facebook, wow. my Facebook is public, and it has to be public for my job. And my Twitter has to be public for my job. So they'll like find pictures I posted like at Disneyland with my mother and my sister and like find my feet. And then you they know, zoom in, like on zoom in on my feet and like all these pictures. Oh, that! Oh my God, that picture made it on there. I almost uh, didn't post that picture of my cat leggings because I was worried my feet would be uh, in it. Like, oh, oh yeah, well you're wearing the same shoes today. Oh, great, no, feet. Like, great, great pants though. Oh no, there's there I am. Oh, there's my boy. feet. There's more feet. Wait, yes. what, what's my rating right no, now? Still oh, four out of five. Nice oh, feet. Out of four out of five. Those are good feet. Nice feet. Yeah, for all the for all the listeners out there, go to. Marcus, what's the website? Uh, wikifeet.com slash Catherine underscore Tim. Yes, Please go vote my feet the highest rating. Let's get her a five. Let's get, get five. Kat's feet a five right here. Democracy in action. Is your shoe size a seven? Um, no. Well, that's what they list it as. That's, I'm that's glad probably probably think, yeah, is, is that better? I'm like, I'm like between a seven and an eight. So well, let's go seven. Based on the shoes. Yeah, I but think... I say seven because it makes me sound cuter. Yeah, yeah, of course. You but can't sound any cuter than that. Somebody mm-hmm. actually came up to me in a Dwayne Reed last week and uh, like asked me to take my headphones out and was like, uh, can I pay you to take pictures of, pictures of your feet? Yeah. And then he was like, wait a minute, what, si- what size are you? And I told him like, eh, like seven and a half, eight. And he was like... Oh, never mind. I was looking for a size nine. And he walked away, and he was well, like, you didn't a, do well. He was like a man in a business suit, and I like, don't very, know like, about what, this. what, that, what, yeah, yeah. What? yeah. what? It's a strange fetish, the foot fetish. But everyone's mm-hmm. got something. Everybody's got something. I mean, this this yeah. guy, this WikiFeet guy, is constantly posting on all my Instagram, all my like Twitter stuff, and you know, saying what's your shoe size, what's your shoe size, yeah, what's your shoe size. Does that feel bad as a lady? I mean, you're a very smart gal. You've been on the news shows multiple times, a regular guest on Red Eye and uh, Fox and Friends, those other programs, and uh, you're just being discussed for your feet, not your brains. Does this it's, hurt your it, feelings? It, it's kind of annoying. Like I Google myself a lot because you know, come on, wouldn't like, you're well, a sociopath? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. well, I'm an associate. I'm. <laughs> involved but I wouldn't go that far but um, and, and you sit like, in your apartment alone and having Google an enjoyable myself. time Googling yeah, 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 yeah. yourself watching a show called yeah, Deadly yeah, yeah, yeah. Women. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> women All of killed. those things yeah. are true, but that doesn't say something about my overall character. It is the character. But, and it's like the, what auto populates is like Catherine Timp hot, Catherine Timp age, Catherine Timp body, Catherine Timp feet. How far and I'm like, is it I'm down, a journalist. Yeah, how, does it, how far does it get down before it's Catherine Timp journalist? Smart. It, it's not there. And I am smart, but it's You're like, smart. You're brilliant. At the same time, I would get a upset probably if like I was on a show and I was not in the leg chair of course you oh know? as soon as you're on the leg chair uh, chair you're done I mean I, I want to be on the leg chair I want to be hot and explain the leg chair to our listeners because a lot of people don't know what happens on television that's all stage. well Fox <laughs> News has a brilliant business model I really think they do they do they really do like you know every every time I've been on Fox and Friends it's like I'm always on the tall stools 
with you know my legs you know because you know it's like the, 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 the dress automatically gets hiked up and you know I and, always, and so someone comes and hikes up the dress I always well no but it's like now I, I flex I'm always flexing my leg right yeah. while I'm talking about well, Obamacare you don't have to do it now I gotta focus while I'm talking about Obamacare yeah. I'm like is my leg flexed you know but and, and then like in red eye when I'm but on red eye I was on the leg chair which is the chair on the end and it's it's the thing leg chair like I, I was tagged in all these tweets Catherine Timph looks great in the hashtag leg chair right. hope to see more of her and it's like but I was also really funny exactly yeah. very very funny meanwhile Greg Gutfeld is sitting there fat as hell looking terrible looks and like uh, a, and nobody yeah. cares and his, his other stooges he has on the show which, yeah. I, which I enjoy I mean well it's just like obviously uh, you way more often see guys that are less attractive with hotter girlfriends and TV's like yeah. that too like you can look how you want on and be on TV be on Fox you have to if you're a female be attractive it's a little be inside attractive. baseball but you know who I want to see in the light chair who's that Tom Shalhoub oh, oh, yeah, I yeah. love Tom Shalhoub he's on red eye all the time constantly yeah, he yeah, might yeah. take over over yeah. as the host. Oh, what? It's very popular. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. I'm, I saw him there too, yeah. Well, where would Gutfield go then? Oh, I think he's busy with the five. He's doing his whole thing. Oh, the five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like Gutfeld. I, like I really Gutfeld. like Gutfeld. Nice guy. I think he was really fun. I like how he yeah. constantly says Barack Hussein Obama. Yeah. He's it's like, his full name. I'm on Barack Fox. Hussein's I might as well Obama's say his full America. name. And anger everywhere. Travis, you had a huge feud. There was a fellow, his name was Jamie Kilstein. He's oh, a comedian. Right. That's right. And, that's right. Uh, and and he came after you because you, you were dissing on Obama for... What no, were, no. What would have happened? It was a whole different... It was... A, f- a feminist thing. It was uh, Lindy West was tweeting things about Kurt Metzger, and then I tweeted right. at her like, "Hey, what are you doing?" What was Metzger? she tweeting about Kurt Metzger? She she specifically retweeted a screen grab of Kurt Metzger's wall that Sadie Doyle had taken. Or Metzger. Who are these people? Okay, Kurt Metzger's a comedian. Uh, big here in New York. Right? Yeah, it's for Amy Schumer's show. Right. Um, it's and, a Comedy Central half hour stuff like that, right? And you know, I think somewhere in all the feminist dialogue of last year, he was the most vocal person. Who's like, "Fuck you guys! We're comedians. We're allowed to say whatever sure. you want." I think it all started with Sam Morrill, and then you had Molly Neffel's piece in Salon, and then Pat Oswalt had to respond to it. And you know, it was a yeah, whole yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Right, sure. Right, right. So I jumped in at like the last minute. I thought it was all over, uh, but I just saw this tweet from Lindy West. And Lindy West is a writer from Jezebel. Yes. Lindy West Jezebel. is a horrible, horrible. You don't like horrible. Lindy. And and, and Kat, let's get your opinions with, on Jezebel I'm, right I'm after with, this. Yeah. I'm with Kat on this one. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I I didn't know what. So Lindy West, I I just responded. She basically Metzger. He you know he posted a lot of stuff on Facebook, and somewhere in there he outed himself as like you know eight years ago one time I was so mad I choked my girlfriend. And Sadie Doyle took a screen grab of it. And, you know, I'm sure he said it funnier. I'm paraphrasing it. Or, right. or maybe less funny. He was, like, apologetic. Like, he clearly felt bad. Maybe but she Sadie, liked choking. Yeah, That's the thing. I'll tell you, there's Sadie a lot Doyle. of gals out there that do. Sadie, well, it wasn't sexual. It was, like, an angry thing. Sure. And oh, so yeah. Sadie Doyle uh, screen grabbed it, tweeted it out there. Lindy West retweeted it. Molly Neffel retweeted it. I saw it, and I was just like, Lindy West, who's this lady? Right. Why are you going after Metzger? What are we going to do about it now? You're well, tweeting at her. I was tweeting, and I don't know how to tweet. I'm a shitty tweeter. Bad tweeter. I think I got like 400 followers on Twitter. It was a dumb idea to even get involved, but I was just like, why are you going after Metzger right now, lady? This was eight years ago. There's nothing we can do about it now. And I, and I didn't even say that correctly. What I said sounded more like, well, what do you expect him to do about it? We 
and she's yelling at you know it, it made yeah. a sound <laughs> well, like she's gonna get a bitch to shut the fuck up she can't breathe she can't deep talk and her bullshit so your your Twitter feed has sort of a Fonzie's best friend kind of voice yeah it was just it was so dumb even and so what Lindy West did in particular and this is why I don't like Lindy West is that she's like a Twitter bully instead of just responding to me like directly or just replying to my right. tweet what she did was retweeted my tweet and then tweeted another tweet of her own saying this young man below is the reason why we need to continue to talk about uh, blah 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 what was like, the thing I mean the thing was rape jokes right or the thing was it just uh, like uh, work against white males educate white males about what do you think about this Lindy West yeah, what do you think about her here's what I think I think this feminism there, there's definitely issues I've definitely faced discrimination uh, in the workplace, I've been disrespected we at various jobs, yeah. and um, it, it's just really horrible because I can't even say anything about these things because I have people complaining about stupid things like if you say you guys, right? Then that's that's you know oppression. We talked about this in our last society, episode, yeah. and and it's like so there's no place for like legitimate complaints. Because everyone's so sick of hearing them whine about absolutely everything. You have a very interesting life because you work for a bunch of conservatives and you you feel as if they treat you uh, differently because you're a woman. You, you've missed out on promotions. Not not everybody. I've worked with a lot of bosses that have been wonderful. I've you know I, I've had I've had a lot of jobs in the past couple of years. Journalism is right. like hide you know laid off here, get a job here. But have I had bosses that I felt? that I didn't get respected by them because I was a female? Yes. And also, absolutely, where if like a male says fuck in the office, it's fine. But if I say fuck, then I'm not a lady. Well, um, I mean, I, I, the guy probably says where. Yeah. You know? I, well, no. It, it's, or does it's, it take you to the bathroom or something? It, it's, 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 you know... It, <laughs> it, no, it's, it's, it's just like... It, Anybody who ha- faces any sort of actual discrimination, they're not going to actually be listened to as much. Yeah. Because, and like I said, the rape culture thing, people. That but kind Lindy of like, West is the one who really, she's all about it. All these people for Salon and she, Jezebel. She, she was the big, yeah, she was the big cheerleader for it. So, uh, damn mean, it, hold on, that was a, a sexist term. Rape culture. <laughs> damn it. I, think I just can't not be. Rape, Have you thought about not being a white male, Travis? Uh, I'm trying so hard. No, I don't no. think he looks white. He doesn't. No, he's tan. He's, he's attractive. mixed with something, and he he's lying to everyone. But so um, wait, I, I keep getting that people tell me I'm foreign. He's yeah. I, that's good. I got people, I'm, I'm, you're, no, 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 Slavic. You're you could be Slavic. That's yeah, what I Slavic. Slavic. That's the biggest Slavic. One. Slavic. Yeah. Oh, but sounds like they can't eat without a spoon. <laughs> oh my God, Slavic. Slavic. Only soup for Slavic. weeks. Not the Slavic. Slavic. Oh, Slavic. That's the worst. You never, no. never want to be called Slavic. No, Slavic's fine. No, From I mean I know Slav- it's a group of people, but yeah. no, I mean Slavs. No. Strong. Say strong. Like strong John. <laughs> So yeah. Slavic. I mean, Tiff, you you don't want to be with a Slavic. Mm-hmm. Well, whatever. It doesn't matter. Okay. We're so but great. What, what do you think about all this? Uh, so- all these blogs, all these feminist blogs, and this is really where the the movement has taken over uh, a, a lot of steam. You know, with the internet and whatnot. Jezebel uh, Salon, uh, even Huffington Post to a large degree. Um, do you think this is uh, this is helping out your voice? Has has any, does Jezebel represent your female no! voice at all? No. Uh, first of all, <laughs> that, I have a huge a, a couple things. Yeah. A couple things here. First of all, bl- 
blaming rape culture that phrase kind of gives rapists an out like sure. you're raping someone you're a rapist you're not you can be like oh it's the culture that it yeah. rapes somebody it is it's, it's, why is that also the whole like you, you need to like sign a document before you have sex with somebody and like well like you know like to well make if you're sure having sex with Derek Jeter make sure it's consensual it's like there's like almost no faith in my ability as a female to be like I don't want to have sex with you so I'm not going to have sex with you All or right. like like every woman who's ever had sex because there's supposed to be like this sexual revolution where women want to have sex too and they can have sex with whoever they want Right. and now it's like oh if a woman want to have sex did she really want to or was she pressured into it so you was feel- she capable of making that decision and that's right. more offensive to women than anything so the sexual revolution you know led by uh, what was it uh, Lindy West well, <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, Gloria Steinem oh, of course you have Steinem and, and, uh, for Dan and all. Yeah. Um, yeah. all these great Betty people Betty Friedan Friedan that's what I Betty, said Friedan Betty, yeah. <laughs> Betty Ford um, well oh, she, had, she had some crazy sex while she was she's drinking she's a party bro oh I yes she was fan. I just Barbara Walters is retired uh, and I love Barbara Walters and everyone should Nancy I, I, Reagan I, leave, leave Nancy Ooh, alone Lady Bird Johnson <laughs> leave Lady Bird alone Travis <laughs> we are talking about Betty Ford here okay. good God Lady Bird don't bring her up it's madness. She was wasted on in an interview with Barbara Walters, and it was one of the best things of all time. Anyway, what I'm saying is uh, she uh, really got on Ford's cock. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no oh. doubt about no it. No doubt about it. A good it. drunken woman. There's oh, nothing yeah. better than a drunken woman. You know Nixon called his wife Buddy? Buddy? Yeah. I oh, like, no. Yeah, I that, like that. that was his dog. I thought that was his dog. No, it was his wife. Hey, buddy. You, you, like, you like it, Tim? That's fine. I wouldn't mind being called Buddy. Yeah. Like I, a, that's yeah, more yeah, enduring yeah. than any sort of like guys say like, oh, baby, boo. <laughs> Bye, they're gone. Hey, right. Hey, but like, I have a lot of buddies that have been around for a while. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Ben's my buddy. He ain't going nowhere. Yeah. I can never leave because I have no career. <laughs> um, but would you say that, uh, so these, these blogs, do you think we've come now to a point of feminism where it's almost reverting back uh, to where it was? Absolutely. Uh, back in the 40s and 50s where women feel less empowered than they should be. It's humiliating. Mm. It's humiliating because there are still problems. There is still sexism. There, there is right. still discrimination. But now nobody thinks that there is because the shit that they're whining about is ridiculous. Right. So everyone assumes any sort of complaint. They just kind of put it in that that category, you know? Yeah. I, I, and so it's like... Do I, you feel like you would have less sexism in the workplace if you worked for more of a liberal institution? I don't know about that. I think that it'd be like... It might be more uh, under the table, but I feel like people might still think the same things. Yeah. Or... I, I mean, or I would hate to work. It would be that it might even be worse to have people like tiptoeing around me to like not offend me. Like, so at least the hello, at least you know what you're playing with. Hello, Ms. Female. Right. Like how? Like it, like just talk. I'm a, just talk to me like a person. Like right. you know what I mean? Like don't be so worried about offending me. That's what I'm so pissed off about. Is everyone so worried about offending me because I'm a female that they won't have a real conversation with me? They won't like hit on me outright. Right. Like if I, but they're scared of you because you're beautiful. But, I mean, this is sort of a double-edged sword, right? When you're very attractive, uh, as a woman, you have to be attractive in order to get on Fox News. But when you are attractive, people don't talk about your intelligence. They talk about your beauty. It is a double-edged But to be sword. there, you have to be attractive. So, I mean, this is sort of a conundrum that a lot of women are stuck in, right? It really, really is because I don't want to be unattractive. I don't. No, no one does. I, I wouldn't Google terror. myself so much if I didn't like, you know. I'll tell you one thing. I've never my, Googled myself because I know I'm unattractive. <laughs> I, I can't. If I was beautiful, I would, uh, no, you know. The, the best part is when I Googled uh, 
uh, you to to get you on this panel that we're doing this week. Uh, yeah, the first pictures that come up of you are in a dress. Yeah, there we go. And you look great, <laughs> <laughs> stunningly beautiful. Yeah. Um, by the way, that panel that Travis uh, just mentioned, come out if you're in the city. It's this Thursday. It is at Columbia University. What's the name of the uh, book culture? It's it's one of the official bookstores of Columbia University. Yeah, book culture. Mm-hmm. It's at seven p.m. Rape culture book. Well, everything's not a culture. Yeah, culture. Catherine's going to be there. Travis Jesus. is going to be there. I'll be there. Hopefully, maybe Marcus could come. come be, well, I think he's actually busy. You're, you fine. you're okay. working. Yeah, going to be a party. I'm, I don't yeah. need to be on panels. <laughs> <laughs> we will be discussing. You the, don't have to hold up the book. There's no. <laughs> oh, there's no cameras. <laughs> there's no camera. It's a podcast. Okay. We are. Going uh, to I be... just Yahoo searched myself because oh, I've shit. never done that hold before. On. Well, let Travis update. finish the plug. Yeah. I mean, no, nobody's going to show up anyway. They're con- they're going to come. They want to book us. up and do the plug. Okay. <laughs> the book is called <laughs> Comedy Under Attack, The Golden Age and the Headwinds by Carl Unagbu. <laughs> really, I got to learn how to say his <laughs> name. That's his it's, well, how do you spell you, it? I'd say Unegbu. I think it's, no, I see, I'm nervous about saying, okay, yeah, uh, Unegbu. Unegbu, yeah, Unegbu. it's a tough name. Uh, no, I'm going to have to make sure he tells me how to say it before I do anything. Yeah, on yeah. the panel. Yeah, uh, but anyway, it should be good. It's actually, you know, it, it, I'm just gonna say it's an academic book, and it's clearly a book for people who don't know anything about comedy. Right? Okay, Tim, you Yahooed yourself. Yeah, which, by the new. way, why are you Yahooing yourself and not googling yourself? I was because I accidentally, ch- I always accidentally change my search engine on my phone to Yahoo instead of Google. And I okay, don't know how to so change what does it, it. What does it say about you? Uh, the, the only things that come up are Catherine Timph hot, Catherine Timph bikini, and Catherine Timph's measurements. What about feet? Not in this one. Google is feet. Legs and body, but measurements. <laughs> so I'm so glad people are listening to my message. Well, this is why we do the radio programs yeah. and the podcast, so people can only hear your voice and they're not distracted. My voice by, sounds like yeah. I'm like an old, old, <laughs> weird, creepy rapist. <laughs> you do, yeah. As a matter of fact, if a man said the words that you say, I would imagine I was talking to Clive and Bunny. I, I've had a cab dri- one time. A cab driver in San Francisco like uh, offered me advice on how to quit smoking. I don't even smoke just the way my voice sounds. He didn't believe yeah. me. Only the e-cigs, by the way. My e-cigs out. It's fine. Okay, we're almost done with the show. <laughs> I just binged myself. You binged? Okay, Marcus, what's your bing? Oh, you binged. It says Marcus Parks, Cave Comedy Radio. Very and then good. it says Great. Marcus Parks, Captured by Police. There we go. Different Marcus Parks. Different Marcus Parks. A lot of criminals. All right, are you Googling yourself now? I'm clearly banging myself right now. Everyone's banging them. This is why the whole world is terrible. I'm trying to have a conversation. Everybody's on their own computers. I'm trying to run a podcast here. We all have the right to think we're right. Yeah. Unbelievable. Catherine Timph age, Catherine Timph legs, Catherine Timph feet. Catherine Timp hot. Is All there. right, this is your yeah. Bing. Okay, well, let's end the Bing thing. I just LinkedIn we- myself. Don't LinkedIn, <laughs> Travis. Get off of LinkedIn. I'm 24 years old. This is <laughs> that, that's nice. That's not bad. All right, we got to wrap it up. But Travis, uh, what's going on with you? Obviously, Thursday we got that thing going on. Um, what's one thing that you would like to do? Because you know we have we're together. And uh, we're going to create uh, some uh, some really wonderful underground things, and uh, all of our all of our personalities are great. And we're going to be able to get uh, different information from different people in the only way, in the only ways that we can do it. Um, what's one thing that you would like to do um, in the um, uh, in the upcoming year? What's one thing you want to expose? What's one issue that you're currently concerned about that you don't feel is getting enough national press? I want there to be a millennial political voice that's not too left and 
too right. Right. I just want logical people talking uh, about logical things in a logical manner, but also funny. And got to be funny. Uh, that's why I, I, I hope something comes out of that. I just I'm so sick of these people. These uh, blowhards. There's a bunch of blowhards and a uh, bunch of shills. Bunch of shills. And uh, but you know at the same time, uh, look me up at the Lindy West on Twitter, <laughs> <laughs> and we'll have a great time. That's right. Oh, she's blocked me by the way. Oh, did she block you? Yeah. And so oh, did, what a wonderful so woman did, of free so choice did, and free speech. So did Jamie Kilstein. They're they both, blocked you. They both blocked me. If, okay, they first of all, they really boy, boycott. Oh, oh, if, if you block somebody, you're not allowed. You're not allowed to talk if you block. Sure. You're not allowed to do it. The whole point of the internet, again, going back to what I was saying before, the whole point is free expression, right? And these folks, these Jamie Kilstans types, uh, you know, uh, I, I do like Lee Camp. Um, um, but, you know, when you market yourself with a party. A political you, With a political uh, party. Yeah, yeah, then yeah. you can no longer sway. There's no room for movement because these are your financiers. Yeah. So all these individuals who go out there and shit on, uh, you know, politicians because, you know, Newt Gingrich is financed by Sheldon Adelson. So he's going to be for big casinos in Vegas. It's like you can't make fun of him because he's just doing the exact same thing that you're doing. Yeah. As soon as you live in a world where you can no longer have free thought because you're concerned about the bottom line, which is cash. Uh, you've done something wrong. Well, that's that's what's nice about no longer working for James O'Keefe is that I've, right. got, I've got my last paycheck and I'm done and uh, I'm keeping that hidden camera and I'm going to use it for whatever I want to use it for. That's nice. right. So and we're going to do a bunch of fun stuff with it. You're goddamn that's right. That's right. Cat yourself. What do you want to? What, what what's what's uh, what's one thing that you would like to change in this next year? What's one thing that we can do? I just you know what political correctness is ruining this country. I 100% think that. You can't have yeah. a real conversation with anybody. Mm-hmm. Nobody mm-hmm. even actually knows anything about... This is the whole idea is like, okay, we want to get to learn about other cultures and all get along, but that's impossible now because if you're around somebody that you think, oh my God, maybe I'll say, was that offensive? I don't know. Was that... Uh, you, can't, you can't even say walking anything. Walking on eggshells. You're walking on eggshells all the time. And with you know, and with the internet, it's so easy for some one person posts one thing about you and gets shared. Next thing you know, you have to like move to Nebraska and like live in a little hut, and your whole life is over. It's all done. All it takes is like you know one little microaggression. Yeah, and you look at that Mark Cuban thing. You know, he was just talking. When people talk honestly, occasionally some folks are going to be offended by it. You know, but yeah, we have to keep honest conversation going. Otherwise, uh, everyone's going to be mute, and then. The new world order takes over. Oh my God! They've already. Done. <laughs> um, all right, everyone. That's Catherine Timph on Twitter. Yes, KC Timph. KC Timph. My middle name's Claire with no I. Claire, Catherine Claire Timph. No I, because it's after the poor Claire nuns. My family's Catholic. Well, they couldn't have named you worse. <laughs> and then we have Travis Irvine here. And Travis, let's get these Twitter scores up. What do yeah, you got, yeah, 400 I, followers? At the Travis the Irvine. The Travis Irvine. Yeah. Yeah. Can I change that? Because the Lindy West. Uh, it hurts you. Yeah. Should yeah. I take the the out? No, leave it the. All I the like other, the the. You're all a the strong other Travis man. Irvines are Canadian, so I didn't know what to do. Ugh. Ah, Canadians. Yeah, don't be associated. Um, <laughs> all right. That's Marcus Parks on Twitter. I'm at Ben Kissel on Twitter. And, uh, yeah, uh, come out on Thursday to uh, Columbia there. It's the only bookstore around, I suppose. Uh, <laughs> and uh, we'll talk to you guys very soon. Oh, and by the way, oh, when, wait. You, when you bing Marcus Parks, it says, also consider Ben Kissel. Hey, no. that's very nice. They're buddies. They're buddies. The roast of Marcus <laughs> Parks is going to be June 1st right here at the Creek in the Cave at 8 p.m. So come, right, come out for that. We're going to make fun of his teeth and uh, yeah. all of, uh, a, bu- a whole bunch of different things. They're falling out. 
Yeah, the, the, the reason. Yeah. Tooth like, turning. Marcus really literally uttered the sentence, gotta quit smoking because one of my teeth turned. Uh, <laughs> he, yeah. did, he did. One of my teeth turned. No. Yeah, one of my no. teeth turned. Turning. It's turning. Turn it's turning. It's not turned yet, guys. It's not turned yet. It's still turning. It's turning. Wrap it up.